0: From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, April 7th. I'm Wayne Pratt. We'll have details on last night's historic election result in the race for St. Louis mayor in just a bit. Also, the leader of St. Louis's economic development arm is retiring after more than two decades with the organization. Otis Williams says the St. Louis Development Corporation is shifting how it does business.
1: Today, uh, it is all about community engagement and uh, involving people in the process of making decisions.
0: Williams speaks with St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff in just a few minutes. Another glass ceiling at St. Louis City Hall has shattered. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman has more on Tashara Jones's historic election as mayor of the city.
1: Jones, the city's treasurer, beat 20th War Dollar woman Kara Spencer to become the city's first black woman mayor. Final unofficial results from Tuesday's election were 52 percent to 48 percent. It was Jones's second attempt at the office. She came up 888 votes short in 2017. But she told her supporters who gathered at the Omega Center on the city's northwest side that the loss had made her a better candidate and prepared her to face the city's challenges. This feels amazing. I'm ready to get to work um, and ready to uh, uh, usher in St. Louis's new era. Jones says she has been thinking about who she would like to have in key positions. She'll be sworn in April 20th. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Even though she lost the election, Kara Spencer says residents should rally around Jones when she becomes mayor.
1: This isn't the result that
2: we wanted, but nonetheless, this is an exciting night for our city, an historic one. Our city elected for the first time in our history an African-American woman to lead our city.
0: Some other results from yesterday's election. Progressive aldermen now hold a thin majority on the board of aldermen in St. Louis. That's after three of the four candidates who received the backing of a campaign called Flip the Board won their races. St. Louis voters once again approved keeping the city's 1% earnings tax for another five years. And the Metropolitan St. Louis Sewer District received permission to sell $500 million in bonds. To improve its wastewater service, the decision will keep rates lower in the short term. Legislation to create a statewide prescription drug monitoring program is still alive in Jefferson City. The Missouri Senate has approved the measure, even though it has died in that chamber in the past. St. Louis Public Radio's Jacqueline Driscoll reports.
2: Missouri is the only state in the country without a PDMP, which is an electronic database used by health professionals to keep track of opioid prescriptions. The idea is to stop people from abusing prescription drugs. But Senator Rick Bratton, a Republican from Harrisonville, says it's a good thing Missouri doesn't have a PDMP because all other 49 states have failed.
0: This is an absolute infringement on our people's rights. Regardless, like I've said, how you feel about this issue, we realize what we're, we're dealing with. But this is not the way to go about it.
2: Republican Senator Holly Rader from Sykeston has been working to pass a PDMP for years. The measure passed the upper chamber last year, but it was derailed after the coronavirus. In Jefferson City, I'm Jacqueline Driscoll, St. Louis
1: Public Radio.
0: Missouri's Health Department has confirmed the first case of a new coronavirus variant in the state. Health officials say a Jackson County resident tested positive for a variant initially identified in South Africa. That diagnosis comes as mass vaccination efforts continue. There will be at least eight events in the St. Louis region over the next two weeks. But infectious disease experts warn many people could be left out. Dr. Eric Guralnik is a Boston physician who studies emergency response. He says health departments need to go to patients, not just wait for them to arrive. You know, retail pharmacy, uh, primary care clinics, health care systems, pop-up clinics, whatever it may be, mobile sites, there's a lot of different, different tactics we need to employ. Missouri health officials plan to offer the vaccine in more pharmacies and smaller settings in the coming weeks. A new mayor is not the only big change coming to St. Louis this spring. The city's economic development arm will also have a new leader. St. Louis Development Corporation Executive Director Otis Williams is retiring. St. Louis Public Radio's Corinne Ruff spoke with Williams about shaping development in the city and how the organization is shifting how it does business.
2: Otis Williams has only ever had two employers, the U.S. Army and the city of St. Louis. He spent the last two decades with the st louis development corporation where he became executive director in 2013. over the years he says the challenges have mostly stayed the same but the city's approach to development is changing we spoke just outside the downtown building where sldc is headquartered
1: we didn't quite have as many opportunities to engage with the community or at least that wasn't uh, the manner in which we went about our business but today Uh, It is all about community engagement and uh, involving people in the process of making decisions.
2: Williams has played a key role in many of the region's biggest projects during his tenure. There was the new Bush Stadium and the area around it known as Ballpark Village, as well as the redevelopment of the Gateway Arch grounds and a new Major League Soccer Stadium. But Williams says one of his biggest accomplishments is keeping the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency's headquarters in town. Construction is underway for a nearly $2 billion campus in North St. Louis at the corner of Jefferson and Cass Avenues.
1: I I, I do think, though, that the growth and the retention of the NGA and the uh, geospatial, I think will be something that will transform uh, not only North St. Louis, but it will be a transformative engine for the region.
2: Williams says a shift toward investing in homegrown businesses is also paying off. He says startup incubators like T-Rex in downtown St. Louis and the Cortex Innovation community in the Central West End are boosting tech jobs. But Williams' department has gotten a lot of criticism over the years for focusing heavily on building up the city's central corridor. Meanwhile, developers have largely neglected north side neighborhoods. There are still thousands of vacant buildings there, most of which are owned by the city.
1: How we got there is regretful, but the fact that we have it, we have to look at it as an opportunity.
2: Williams says SLDC has to work with the remaining residents on development going forward. And he admits it weighs on his mind that he hasn't done more to help.
1: I mean, the fact that we were not able to have a great impact on North St. Louis is probably one of the things I would say is is not one of the shining stars uh, that I have in my past. But it's not because I didn't care.
2: Williams says the problem comes down to a lack of resources and difficulty getting developers to see the opportunities over the risks but he hopes reshuffling the department toward a neighborhood-based strategy will help. That's one element of the city's first comprehensive development plan in decades, which Williams unveiled last year. He says it's crucial that the department include people in the process, and that it remains transparent about the financial modeling that goes into calculating tax incentives. Implementing the plan will be up to the next director, and William says it's not an easy job.
1: I can't tell you how many times I've awakened in the middle of the night and said I should have said, or I should have done, and the next day, you know, you have a different challenge and you move on. So you're forever trying to get things done.
2: He hopes the next leader brings lots of fresh energy to the department, but for him, it's time to say goodbye to 7 a.m. meetings and spend more time with family. I'm Corinne Ruff, St. Louis Public Radio,
0: Our Maria Altman edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. We are a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway.